Go home. Go home. Go home. Episode 69 of the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Bedore, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abishakar. Brian, yes. how are you doing today? I'm good, but this is uh, not episode 69. What episode is it's it? It's episode 420. Guys, welcome to episode 69, episode 420. What? I've been thinking about this all week. I'm so excited to get going on episode 69, episode 420. Me too. I'm so glad that we've made it all the way to our 69th, 420th episode. Uh... Fuck it and blaze it. All uh, hey, shouts out to our sponsors, uh, Sex and Weed. Thank you, thank you for getting us. Cheers for Cheers. getting us. Through, hey, this shouts out to that guy who hates this. We did it. Mm. Ryan, yes, we have so much to get to. Yes, we, we do. We can't spend this whole podcast talking about sex and weed. That's what the Mega Sixty Four podcast That's is right. for. And every conversation we normally, and all have. the conversations we normally have. Mm-hmm. And and you know what, John Cena, if you're listening to this, we can talk about sex and weed when you're on. But we don't have to. We can talk about anything. We can talk about how much you love your girlfriend or how much you like world titles. How much you like the Patriots. How much you like lifting a weight and putting the weight down and picking it up again and doing it all over again, all over again. How many push-ups you can do. Do Hey, you know what? Hey, John Cena, this is an official challenge, you rat fuck. Brian said that he can do more push-ups than you. I can. Without even trying. Brian said that you can use your hands. He'll use his fucking knuckles. Yep. Because I have to. Yeah. Because uh, uh, I can think of the song from Pumpkin Hill. Uh, Ghost tried to approach me. Got Larry. <laughs> My name is Knuckles. I'm the f- Brian's a, f- a fighting freak. Yep. I'm Listen, a, and I'm he fighting uses, freak knuckles. And he uses his knuckles. And we're at Pumpkin Hill. You we're ready? A, yeah. Uh, no, I'm not. Oh, okay. Well, I'm Absolutely. not going to let it get to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to creep. Yeah. I'm down Pumpkin Hill, I got to find my last piece. There is a. Uh, 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 we have so much to get to, but, but quickly, there's a personal channel video that's on uh, that's on that's on Rocco's account where we're driving around and it's singing songs from Sonic, uh-huh. Sonic or it whatever. Was going to Disneyland yeah, and listening and, to Unknown from Emmy. Yeah, and then and then I'm in the back seat with my girlfriend at the time, who's no longer my girlfriend, and, uh, <laughs> and just, <laughs> let's have sex. Thank you. Thank you. It's one of my favorite parts of that video. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, God. So, there you go. Guys. So, yeah. Episode 69. We did it. Episode 420. Episode 420. Yeah. Uh, you guys, we are streaming live on twitch.tv slash Eric Bedour if you can join us. Tuesdays around 745 is when we'll be streaming live. But if you can't see us there, we got a license for XSplit. So, we're recording the show right now. That's right. And... We will have it uploaded to youtube.com slash Eric Bedour. So if you go to youtube.com slash Eric Bedour, you will see the video version of this podcast, hopefully if it records. Yeah. Looks like it's currently recording. So, yeah. uh, you know, Good. hey guys, listening on or watching on twitch.tv slash Eric Bedour, if you go to youtube.com slash Eric Bedour, if this goes down at any point, you can go, ooh, there's the two seconds that I missed because there was a little buffer error because our internet is good, is good, but inconsistent. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. That's just the area we live in. Brian, we don't have time for this. We don't. God Shit. damn it. All Fuck. Right. Brian, Lucha Underground. Let's go. Uh, also, PWG Mystery Vortex uh, uh, preview is out. Oh, please go watch it. So please go watch Holy it. Holy shit. Lucha Underground. Dario Cueto and his medallions. Uh, promo in the back. Uh, Pentagon is uh, looking at Cueto while he talks about medallions, and Pentagon says, I don't need your medallions. I don't want one of your medallions. I want to destroy Vampira. Love it. Uh, he can cut a good uh, promo, man. Awesome, awesome every week. Love he's, him every week. He's so good. He's so good in yep. the ring, and then he's good on a promo. I agree. Um, first episode, first match, first sh- drinking. Yep. Uh, Bengala versus Delvar Davari with Big Rick, and it's for a medallion. All the matches tonight, except for the well, the sh- the face off, mm-hmm. are for a medallion. Okay, that's pretty cool. I like that. My first note: Me, wow, Bengala is feeling fine. What? I got your jokes. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. What jokes? Feeling? I wrote. I wrote all the. I wrote all the things that mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah, I'm sure they were. Rick pushes the cat off the ropes. He does not land on his feet. <laughs> what? That's. 
He didn't. He didn't. He landed fucking face first. He didn't land on his feet at all. He landed right on his face. He went, he didn't land on his feet at all. Mm -mm. Big Rick took care of that cat. Yep. Yep. I don't have any more cat puns. That's all of them. Uh, DDT do a victory roll, which I thought looked really good. Uh, Bengala uh, dives onto Big Rick on the outside. Mm -hmm. There's a big superplex. And then Rick accidentally hits uh, Davari. And then there's a roll through. There's a German, like, roll through. It's like, uh, what was his name? Doug Williams' old chaos theory, which is that roll through catch and uh, into a German, which always looks good. Um, and that's the end of the match. There are cat puns, and the cat has a medallion. Yep, that's me, pretty cool. Me, wow. I like uh, I like Bengala. I think he's got a good he's got look. a he's got a very cool look, and uh, I'd like to see more of him. Yep. So Lucha Underground, fun every week, and new characters all the time, and very he's, cool stuff. I think he's been on once or twice before. I don't remember ever seeing him before. Really? I, Never, ever, ever. I thought I'd seen him before because maybe in like an eight man scramble match, but I really don't remember seeing okay. him. Okay. Uh, Van Promo in the in the ring. Uh, Pentagon interrupts. And then uh, Ian Hodgkinson says, I'm not going to fucking fight you, Essay. bitch. Yeah. Because Vampiro's going to fight you. Chokeslam. Can't believe he throws this fucking chokeslam. He's a, he's a, what a mad dad he is. He's, he's the maddest dad. He's like so not in ring shape. No. But. You know what's really funny is that I, uh, shouts out to Veronica in the chat, said, I bet that match was possum. Like, paw, like a cat. Possum. Uh, I think Vampiro really endeared himself to me just by being the goofy guy on commentary that he was every week. Because I've never, I've, I've actively gone out of my way to not like Vampiro. I do not, I never liked any of his ring work. I never thought he was that good. I didn't Mm -hmm. like any of his promos. I didn't like his look. I didn't like his gimmicks. I didn't like anything about him. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were showing, like, footage of him in, like, you know, the 90s. And yep. F- man, that's not... Oh, whatever. You know, that's that's, that's us. That's not me. No, that that's yeah. us. And that that's our hang-up or whatever. But, man, him being on commentary every week, I want to watch him wrestle Pentagon. Absolutely. And then after this segment in mm-hmm. Ring, mm-hmm. I'm totally excited for that Really? That, hey, he jumped in the crowd. People were going crazy. A lot of fun. He definitely endeared himself to everyone, and I think he's very cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, Killer DLS says, is he going to wear face paint? I hope so. Please. I hope he has a, a wig like Finn Balor. <laughs> uh, sexy star lo- locker room looking at a mask promo. She's just looking at a mask. Yeah, it's a, I guess it's Superfly's mask. Yep. And yep. She's reminiscent, but yeah, yep. it's good. I King, like King Cuerno versus Killshot. It's for a medallion. What did you think of this match? I, I thought this match was a really good flex match for both men. Yep. Uh, yeah. My first note is that Killshot has urgency in his moves, mm-hmm. but starts and stops too much. Hmm. He It's always like this jog into like a stop and then a drop kick or a stop and then like some kind of punch or a stop and then a moonsault. Like there's always a running mm-hmm. halt. And that, that bothers me. It shouldn't. Well, I guess it maybe it should, but it does. So I don't know. That's just my thing. I like him otherwise. I have no qualms with the guy. I think he moves in the in the ring really well. Yeah. I, I just think his starting and stopping makes me go, why are you... Why are you hitting the ropes? Stop. I, yeah. It doesn't, doesn't... I don't know. Uh, Cuerno's dive gets stopped with a kick. Uh, there's a rolling cutter uh, by Killshot. I thought that looked really good. Killshot does a somersault Rana to the outside where he... Run, and this is the starting and stopping. He, like, runs, and then he goes over the top. Like, he like kind of, like, stops and goes over the top into, like, a handstand into a Rana. And it looked really good. It's just yeah. the starting and stopping looked weird. Uh, Cuerno hits a power slam on the apron. Like a... Uh, like a British Bulldog, like running power slam type move. Yeah. So I, I, I like that a lot. There's a reverse uh, Frankensteiner by Cuerno. There's a... Uh, like the... That King Cuerno, he does like the bow and arrow, yeah. like the... the uh, What does he call it? That th- th- Thrill the Hunts is finished, but I can't remember... I forget. Yeah, whatever. He, he hits the rope near where the guy is, then the opposite rope, and then dives through, and he gets going so fucking fast. It always looks so good. And then he hits Thrill the Hunt, it's blocked, uh, Killshot gets dumped face first, and then there's a bow and arrow dragon sleeper submission by uh, King Cuerno. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Me that looks too. sick. Me too. I like that he has a submission like that in his repertoire. I, so. I like that his submission looked precise mm-hmm. instead of weak. Yep. Like, and then having uh, having kill shot tap made yep. nobody look bad. No, I, I didn't I didn't think so. And Cuerno looked good. Yep. So that that's that's that. But especially because it was a new kind of finish or whatever, and 
It looked good. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Superfly versus Sexy Star for a medallion. Ooh. La Mystica, and then it's over. Yeah. Uh, this match was weird because it felt like they cut it down for time. Because I, I noticed, like, it, like, to me, a very obvious edit where it was like, I think Superfly was standing on, you know, near the ropes, and then they cut to another camera, and he's, like, halfway through the ring. And yep. it's like, we never saw him start moving, Mm-mm. so I don't know what they cut in between. Uh, it's weird because you don't normally see matches like this, but then they always have it make sense. It, and it does make sense here because Marty the Moth Martinez comes out, he looks at the medallion, and he says, what's on this medallion? Mm-hmm. I knew it. A moth. What a fucking shit. And then he says, I'm going to wrestle you for this medallion. So it's Sexy Star against Marty the Moth Martinez. Arm drags all over the place. Marty does his strength spots just because Sexy Star is tiny. Yeah. Uh, there's a figure four. Uh, Sexy Star rolls over on it, and then she hits La Mystica again. And uh, I think that's a good finish for her. Yeah. That, the head scissors into the arm bar. Yeah. I think that's it's it's rapid, it's impactful, and then she can do like a submission type move. I like it. Yeah. I think it looks really, really cool. Um, any other notes from that? I just, Sexy Star is so believable in the ring and mm-hmm. so serviceable. She's good as a, I mean, she can throw out some power moves. She's mm-hmm. good high flying. She's good lucha. She's good technical. I, I just enjoy everything about her. Me too. I feel the same way. I, I really I really like Sexy Star week to week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dario Cueto comes out. He's in the ring. He demands Puma and Mil Muertes face off tonight. Oh, damn. So they come out and they face off and then Katrina comes down and then Dario Cueto's like, I told you not to come here. What are you doing here? Please don't come here. What are you doing here? It was like so rapid. Mm-hmm. Please no. God, no. <laughs> Things please went no. to hell so fast. Yeah. He tells her to leave. Then the disciples of death attack Puma. Uh, Conan beats them off and then uh, they beat him off and they just keep beating each other off. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. They just, they're beating each other off with a cane. They're beating each other off with their hands. And it's just a beat-off party. It's great. It's fucked it's up. It's a good beat-off party. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, they beat down, uh, eventually they stop beating each other off and they start beating down Conan and they start beating down Puma. Uh, Mill picks up Puma and then he makes him watch as the, as the disciples put Conan into a coffin and then he hits a flatliner on uh, Puma. Fuck yeah, dude. Leading into Ultima Lucha. This is very exciting. I think uh, they said August 5th is when yes. Ultima yep, Lucha yep. is going to so be. It's, it's coming up yep. in and two I, weeks. Like, not only is the entirety of the actual programming yep. on uh, Lucha Underground so much fun to watch, but even their card announcement for Ultima Lucha, yep. like, they went through and they told you about each and every single match, and every match they told me about, I'm like, fuck, that's sick. Can't wait. Oh my god, that's yep. going to be so good. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Yep. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully it's a two-hour event. It's our it's our favorite wrestling show every week. Mm-hmm. It, it is a blast. Uh, but let's go to NXT, which yeah. is uh, slowly losing momentum. Sort of. Sorry. That's mean, but... It is. <clears throat> Sorry. NXT. J. Joe and, and Gable against Steve Cutler and Elias Sampson. Who I called Buff Eric and Brian because... Like, really... Oh, they did look like Buff Eric and Brian. Yep. That's nice. Speaking about us in the third person. Am, just I, in case. It, am I Steve Cutler? Because I'm like, because like I have like a clean cut look, and then you're Lyle Sampson because you're like, because well, you're a drifter with a with a card that says that he's a drifter. Is that is that their gimmicks? Yeah, that's what. No, I just thought like the guy who looked like me looked like me. And the, guy, <laughs> the white guy looked like you, and then the dark haired guy looked like me. Yep. Uh, Chad Gable has his turn in the ring, and he. Uh, his mat work is just clean as fuck. Yep. I could watch him work all... Like, God, what a blast. He's a little weasel fuck, and I love it. <laughs> he's he's just, like, slipping and sliding and headlocking and, and moving and arm. Uh-huh. It's like a hammer lock to an ankle lock to a headlock, and he's, like, a waist lock, and he's all over the place. He's strong, he's compact, he's fun, and he's fast. I was watching it with our buddy Andrew, and mm-hmm. he was like, how how does he know, like, where to go and what, what to grab and how to move? And I'm like, that's just... You practice. It's practice. Well, he's... He was an Olympic wrestler. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. that That's his shit. Like, he, he was an Olympic wrestler. Oh, that's cool. That's why his his ring work like that is super clean. It reminds me of Angle, because when Angle would, like, do the mat work, it was super fast and super crazy. Yeah. Because he is an Olympic wrestler. That's so, awesome. I like Chad Gable a lot. Yeah, I, ho- uh, I, hope, I hope we see more of him. Hot tag? I think you will. I think you're going to see a lot of him. Uh, he has a lot of personality for a guy who does what he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, hot tag to Jason Jordan. Uh, the end of the match comes with a backdrop toss to a backdrop pin. I really like that spot because yeah. it's not crazy, but it looks awesome. Yep. It was big. It's a backdrop. It's a toss. The other guy catches him and keeps him in a pin. Awesome. Yeah. It's not a 3D. It's not the, like, it's not anything nuts. Yeah. But it looks big. It looks really big and it sounds really big. Mm-hmm. It's just a backdrop. And and anytime you hand off. Yep. 
to another person, yep. I think always looks good. Like, you know, we'll get to it later on, but, you know, there was a handoff on Raw uh-huh. that was really cool to finish the match. Mm-hmm. And it just looks cool because it gives it that impact. Yep, Two I people are, are delivering the move. It gives it that little bit uh, of an edge. I, I, we love, I mean, we say this all the time, but we love double team moves. Yep. And double team porn, whatever. What shouts, out, shouts out to Sex and Weed. Yeah. That's what's going on. Shouts out. Shouts out. Samoa Joe versus Alex Tischer. Uh, Joe's music sucks. Still, they'll change it. Yep. They have to. Joe hits all of his spots. The crowd seems really wiped out. Yeah, this might be the last taping, I they think. They seem fucking yeah. tired. Uh, there's a corner STO, a muscle buster, and then he does his rear naked choke. Uh, this is WWF Raw 1995. Yeah, it, it was, but you know, in terms of like what we're accustomed to seeing in terms of like squash matches, uh-huh. I thought it was nice that there was a little bit of offense, especially from Tisher looking... Actually kind of strong for a little bit of this match. I guess. But, you know, at, at least it wasn't a straight-up, like, 15-second match ending with the end of days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exa- exactly. You exactly. Know? Yep. So. And you can, you can see where I spilled coffee all over right now. Oh, so yep, I know, right? It's fucked up. I got coffee all over my old pants, too. Uh, Corbin video package where he played football and he gets a tattoo. He's a real deal. Yep. Eva Marie promo. Man. Why? She has never made it past the entrance ramp. She hasn't. Not she yet. she is so close. She's she'll get there next week. Her in ring debut is tonight. Yes, it's Wednesday, Wednesday night. So we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. This is all right. Everything. Mm-hmm. Get your little horns ready. Why? What are what horns are we? She said that right. Like it didn't make any sense. No, it didn't. Are yep. we getting horny? Get, get yourself ready and get your little horns ready. Hey guys. Hey guys. If you can get your little horns ready. Uh, she's got her debut, uh, this week on NXT. I just want to point out she wasn't wearing a wedding, a wedding ring. Mm-hmm. I don't know, something going on on Total Divas with her and Jonathan. I guess, I guess her, we'll wait and see. Her I've, husband. I've got my, I've got my little horn ready no matter what happens. Her husbander. So. Watch Total Divas every no, Tuesday no, on the No, e. don't watch Total Divas ever. Uh, <laughs> Blake and Murphy against Fulton and Dawkins. Toothpaste sandwiches. What? Shut up and eat your fucking toothpaste sandwich. Why was he, what was he trying to say? Toothpaste sandwiches! What's the matter? <laughs> I, I I feel like I knew what he was trying to yeah, say. Yeah, he tried to say toothpaste sandwiches! <laughs> toothpaste sandwiches! <laughs> they made fun of him so fucking hard. Like, they didn't even pay attention to the match for, like, the rest of the match. It was just... It was... The other two guys going... What? What? What is that fucking what are toothpaste you saying? sandwich? Hey... Shut up and eat your fucking toothpaste sandwich. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying your toothpaste sandwiches right now. Get your little horns ready and eat your toothpaste sandwiches. <laughs> Honk your little horns at your toothpaste sandwiches. Get, get the fuck ready. You dumb motherfucker. Uh, Blake pulls Fulton off the apron. I like that. Little mm-hmm. heel moves. And then there's a suplex frog splash. WWF Raw 1995. Post-match beatdown. That tossing spark, sparkle splash was fucking dope. The crowd like popped for that. The bi- That was like the biggest thing that happened all night. Yeah. The crowd was super into that. I would say the only other thing that popped that big was uh, in the main event. Yep. Yeah, isn't that weird? Like, it just looked good. And uh, she's like a cheerleader. So like, that's just getting tossed and doing a flip. Mm-hmm. She does that. Like, that shit she does in her sleep. Yeah. But hey, good for them for finding something she does well. For those who don't know and didn't see it, Blake and Murphy are holding Bliss up like, by the feet, and then they toss her in the air, and she does her rollover flip, like, sparkle splash move mm-hmm. that she does from the top rope. That's a cheerleading move. That's mm-hmm. all that is. Basically. Yeah. Good for them for finding something that she can do that looks impactful that they can provide, because doing it off the top rope looks good, yeah. but when she's getting thrown, it looks like, oh, fuck, that was different. Yeah. Like, that's fucking cool. It looked cool, and I like that they're mixing... I, I like... I really liked Alexa Bliss in this yep. uh, aftermatch. Yep. Because she was really, she like was calling the shots and kind of yep. like getting a little bit more character. I think yep. turning her heel was was such a good idea for. Yeah, de- definitely. Because you don't, you, you didn't expect it. Mm-mm. So it's good. You get to see more uh, more angles on her. And it's given her an intensity that she needed. Because before it was like that. That's what we said. She didn't she, have a sense she, of urgency. Yeah, no, no urgency. And I feel like yeah. she has it. Well, we'll see. She'll keep wrestling because yeah. there's no other divas division or women's division there. So we'll see. That's okay. Uh, Zane update. He comes out and he says he's not coming back till 2016. Fuck, man. Yep. I didn't think that he had been injured that bad. Yep. I, I Sur- heard that- surgery. He had to have I, surgery. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I mean, we're already in fucking July. It's almost over. So. Yep. Owens versus Balor too at Takeover in Brooklyn. There's a press conference at Comic Con. And it's, uh, as they're showing it, live on Periscope. 
is he keeps getting in the fucking shot. It was so annoying. Yep. Uh, main event time. Charlotte versus Sasha. Nice lockup sequence to start. I really liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, the hung knees to the midsection that Sasha uses always looks good. Always, always. Flare flop by Charlotte and then Hell Sasha yeah. struts. I really like that. Yep. Straight jacket submission to skull fuck. Jesus. <laughs> like, Alex Shelley used a move that looked like that, where it was like that figure four, like around the head or whatever, and then yeah. like bashed their head into the ground and he called it the skull fuck. That's so funny. there you go. Alex Shelley. Yep. Uh, Hurricanrana block to a power bomb. I thought that was a cool power spot by Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, but I hate sit out power bombs. I wish I wish people would hit snap standing power bombs because I think they look so much more impactful. Mm-hmm. You can. The point of the sit out power bomb, I think, if you're looking at the storytelling of a match, the point of a sit out power bomb is that you hit it and you go right into that pin from like a sitting position, yeah. and then there's like the kick out and you're both down. I think you can hit a snap standing power bomb and fall into the cover and be just as impactful if it is if you sit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I think one of the best examples of that is HBK using the uh, sweet chin music. He would like he would hit the sweet chin music on the button yep. and then do this like basically like a fancy fall like what Randy Orton does yeah. onto the person and <clears throat> exactly. it always looked like that was his desperation last ditch move. Exactly. So, and I, and I think that that would have played well here mm-hmm. and i feel like the crowd would have been really into it if they would have brought their little horns yeah that's the problem with oh, this week is that yeah, nobody, nobody brought their little horns damn it guys please ne- next time bring your little horns you have to you, i know you have all your little horns bring them just bring them do you think that eva marie will one day dress in blue i hope what do we call her believe marie uh, Eva Blu-ray. Uh, Eva. Go ahead. Hang on, shh, guys. Shh, 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 shh. At home. Shh, shh, shh. Go ahead. Shh, shh, shh. Uh, mute the podcast. Yeah. Uh, good. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, fuck. Eva. Ma- Maroon. <laughs> you piece of shit. Here. I can't think of Brian. Him. If I had my little horns right now, uh-huh. you'd be fucked. Well, thankfully, I did not bring you, my little. Horn. You weren't told until last week. That's true. I did not bring it. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a neck breaker and a spear by Charlotte. Figure four into a small package. Uh, victory roll bomb like face buster, <laughs> which looked good. Then there's a kick out. Charlotte's edges come out during the figure four. Charlotte rolls to the outside uh, without breaking the hold. Fuck yeah. I thought that looked really cool. Yeah. There's a big statement, roll through, uh, and then there's a tap out. I mean, she's just, the the bank statement gets hit. She's locked in the crossface. Charlotte tries to get out, does not get out. No. Get rolled through, and she just taps. I mean, the way that Sasha cinches that Yep, it it looks good. It looks really good. And and I I mean, we can talk about how Sasha holds it, but we can also definitely point out the fact that it's Charlotte having such flexibility to yep. give it that deepness. That's a big part of it, too. That, yeah. that makes it look good. And and I I love both of these women because what they bring to to any match that they're in, but especially when they wrestle each other, uh-huh. is this intensity and this emotion yep. to everything that they do. They are two people who are just amazing wrestlers yep. who want to put on a five-star match they, every they single wa- time. They want to be the match of the night every night, and I, I, I respect that endlessly. At, like that's it. the The fact that they can put on a fantastic story that's woven together by their s- technical s- style of wrestling that yeah. is fun uh-huh. and and makes that like whole match like there's no gaps. Yep, and it's just filled with something or another. If it's not a you know uh, a hold or like a flipping move or like yeah. some roll through into a drag, like it's just something fun. Yep. It, it, I I love watch. watching them wrestle yep, together. It, exactly, and then they hug and there's tears. Yeah, and it's all very nice because you can tell that's the end of an era in uh, NXT Women's Division. Because yeah. boy, they're called up and uh, Sasha's gonna end her run there, and that's pretty like that's pretty much what we got. I, yeah. I, I don't think there's a whole lot going on out, outside of that, and uh, we will hopefully we get to emails here. A uh, couple people email us in about uh, what's going on with the Divas Division and, and the Women's Division in NXT. So we'll see. But Brian. <clears throat> Brian. Yes. Battleground. Yeah. Seamus Orton. Seamus versus Orton. Shorten. Amos. <laughs> Amos. Uh, this is a good match to open with. Yeah. Just because this is in St. Louis. Hometown heroes, Orton. Mm-hmm. My first note is really, I have no idea where either one of these guys goes after this feud. 
Monday Night Raw six man tag. What's the continuation? I, I don't really, know. I really don't see it, and it makes me kind of like weary. Um, I feel like there's no long term planning right now. There, there's and, for ninety percent of the main I agree, roster. I agree, but I feel like it's that way most of the time. Uh, Sheamus gets tossed into the barricade. There's lots of European uppercuts, and then an Irish curse, and an Irish curse, and an Irish curse. Um, RKO chance to the New Day sucks chance. R K O, R K O. Good All crowd. Right. Yeah. Good Cr- crowd. Cr- the crowd at Battleground was actually pretty good. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Sheamus gets tossed into a post. There's a power slam. Uh, Sheamus does Batista's thumb down thing. I yep. guess. That's his shit now. There's a brogue kick, but a sidestep, an RKO, but a toss off, and then a cloverleaf, a block, and a white noise. I really like Sheamus's cloverleaf um, when he locks it in here later, or, or I'm like maybe like the next night or, or whatever. Uh, I guess he does lock it in here. He uh, his cloverleaf is not technical. Mm-mm. When you see Malenko or whoever, I mean, you can look at other people, but Malenko's the guy I'm always going to point to. His cloverleaf is. Lock this leg, lock here, like make sure everything's cinched in, grab everything, you're tight, and you roll over, and then you have like this move locked in. Yeah. Sheamus grabs guys by the leg, picks them up, takes two step forward, and then just sits on it and, sits on and it. goes, you're in this hold now, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, it works for his character, and it makes sense. Yeah. I, I like it a lot on Sheamus. It works. That's kind of the only thing I really like on Sheamus. I like when he yells, are you not entertained? And every time he says it, I go, I'm not. Nope. Nope. However, this match was the most the, entertaining matchup match, I'd seen. And we watched this together and went, this match was better than it had to be. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't expecting anything here, and it was pretty good. There's an exploder by Orton, then a superplex, a second rope DDT, uh, RKO toss-off to a brogue to a cloverleaf, but uh, Orton gets the ropes and then hits the RKO out of nowhere. He hears voices in his head. He, he talks to them. He understands. I, un- I really enjoyed orton in this match uh especially towards the tail end when he got the crowd going yep that's what i want to see more of orton do yep that's what we always talk about let him let him go a little bit loose let him go and jot the crowd a little bit and yep get excited like don't just do it when he's at home yep. you know yeah no I, I agree the match was watchable it wasn't I, I mean it was nothing that i'm gonna honestly you could ask me about this match in two weeks and i'll go oh there was a yeah it was uh it was all right and that was it I don't remember anything else. But that's how I feel about most of the booking for Paddle. Yes. Uh, Stephanie backstage with JoJo. Ha ha, yes. Ha ha ha. We are all friends. Ha ha ha. Hell yes, mm, yes. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ooh, ooh, ooh. We are, we are friendly. We are very, very friendly with each other. Ha ha ha. JoJo's cute. Hey, Triple H, stop rubbing off on Stephanie. Just Stephanie, go back to being a heel or something. What is this? Yeah. What the fuck is this? Come on. I don't like any of this. Uh, yuck. Yuck a e- Either get out of the camera side like picture. I just, yeah. Or or pick one or the other. Bleh. Bleh. Primetime Players versus New Day. Great promo. They are reapers. New Day, they are reapers and they are sowing and they are reaping what they sow. Uh, Titus chops Kofi all over. <laughs> just fucking cutting him down. Fucking cutting him down. I Jesus Christ. I love Titus O'Neil. Oh my God. I'm so happy the PTP is back together. Yep. Uh, Young gets beat up all around the ring. and then, Yeah, and they have, a t- they have a tag title run, so that's nice. Yeah. Uh, Young gets beat up all around the ring, and then he gets an apron splash by Big E. I thought that looked really good. Mm-hmm. There's an ugly enziguri by Young and, and Big E that's supposed to turn the tide, but it was like, eh, whatever. Hot tag by Titus. Uh, Woods uh, kicks Titus. There's a DDT, a kick out. There's a hot tag to Darren Young. There's a backdrop to Woods on the apron. Then the uh, gut check, and then... Uh, uh, the Clash of the Titus to end the match. Mm-hmm. Um, what I really liked about this match was Xavier Woods the whole time yelling oh about tricep meat. There's a spot where they take like uh, Darren Young or, or Titus O'Neil on the outside, and and Xavier Woods is sitting on the steps, like kicking his feet and clapping like an, like an evil leprechaun. It's awesome. Like, <laughs> Xavier Woods is going to be the reason that the New Day get even more over. They're super over. It's it's nice because I think what it is is you, you have a manager, you have someone who's who's talking constantly, who's just a bug in your ear and you go, shut the fuck up. And he's not saying the same three things. Mm-mm. The shit he was saying was so outrageous and so weird and so just off me. the cuff and different or whatever. It was a lot of fun. Um, but I love primetime players. I like their tights. The, yeah, that bronze, new, that bronze gold awesome. look or whatever mm-hmm. is really, really good. Um, I... Darren Young and Titus O'Neil work really, really well together. I love that Darren Young can go in and do his rolling elbow and, like, you know, his few moves, whatever. And Titus can come in on a hot tag. 
and just watching him toss people around, Jesus. bark, body splash, and just hit his finish. Yep, I'm totally fine with that. I I love the little um, rib breaker thing that he does. Oh, and... he that that twice rib breaker and the toss. Yeah. Oh my, he just looks so fucking strong. Jesus. Could you imagine that guy running at you? Fucking Christ. Oh, I just I would lay down. Oh my god. I wouldn't know what to do. I just I would be yep. so terrified. Yep. Uh, so uh, Paige, Charlotte, and Becky are all backstage. They're cutting a promo. Uh, they're really building this women's division. Oh, yeah. Please don't blow it in this match tonight. That is my note. <laughs> Reigns versus Wyatt. They lock horns at the beginning. Uh, they absorb each other's offense. I really like that. Just showing two guys who, like, really beat the shit out of each other. Like, yeah. who can just take it. These are, like, two offensive guys, not defensive guys. Yeah. These are guys who are straight, both straightforward, and that's all there is to it. Yeah. I, I like that. Big Samoan drop. Reigns blasts. Uh, Reigns gets tossed in or runs into the steps. Just like John Cena does. Yeah. Explode off the steps. John Cena's favorite spot. Spot. That's it. Yep. That and throwing the steps. Apron DDT by Wyatt. And the crowd woke up kind of just before the spot, too. Mm-hmm. And they got really into this. I thought the middle of this match dragged. and the, I thought the beginning was good and the end was good, but the middle was rest holds. Really slow. Like, uh, like these guys got tired halfway through. But that's me being critical of something that uh, I don't necessarily have to be critical of because I thought this match was okay. Um, Reigns makes his comeback. Uh, he goes for the drive-by, but eats such a big fucking clothesline. I thought Jesus. that spot looked so good. Took his fucking head off yep. and just knocked him to the ground. It, exactly. And then there's, so good. And then there's a senton on the outside by Wyatt. Uh, there's a sit-out powerbomb by Reigns. Uh, I wish they wouldn't sit out. Just hit the snap. Yeah. I don't know. I... I Sister Abigail gets blocked. There's a schoolboy and a Superman punch. Uh, Spear is stopped with a boot and then just a right hook that takes that takes Rain's head off. Uh, that that turnaround clothesline just fucking killed Reigns. I thought that looked so fucking good. You have two guys who are so intense in the ring. They work... Hey, honestly, these guys work well together. There mm-hmm. are slow spots in this match, but by no means is this a bad match. Th- this isn't something that you're going to show people and go, this is why I fucking love wrestling. No. But there are spots in this match where you just go, fuck, that was great. Especially for a match that, you know, I had said it before in, in past few uh, episodes, like, I mm-hmm. forgot who they were feuding with. Yep. This put on a good show. Yep. It was a lot of fun to watch. The worst part of this match is, and I don't like the spot by Reigns, the 10 corner clotheslines where he's just one, Mm -hmm. two. I wrote 10 clotheslines with zero believability. Yeah. He is just moving an arm back and forth. It like, it looks like, when he gets to five, he has nothing left in those clotheslines. Yeah. If he was beating the shit out of someone with those, it would be a totally different story. But Agreed. it just, it looks like he's moving a fifth of his body yeah. to hit those. And it just looks goofy as fuck. Yep. Like, either hit either hit him harder, like put more of yourself behind it, or stop doing that spot. Because it looks bad. Yeah. It looks really bad. Just, just sell the move better. Uh, yeah. Wyatt grabs two chairs, and then Reigns stops him. Reigns tosses the chairs in, and then Reigns gets jumped by someone in Mysterious Hoodie, who is Luke Harper, because we saw him right away. Yep. Uh, there's an apron STO by uh, Wyatt, and then his sister Abigail inside the ring, and then Harper reveals himself, and he's back together with Bray Wyatt. And my, my, immediate, my immediate thought is, thank you, this is exactly what Wyatt needs. Yes. And, and you see this on Raw, and we'll talk about it when we get to it. Mm-hmm. Harper keeps Wyatt's promo short, and Wyatt makes Harper more important than he is right now. Yes. That's it. That's it. I, I'm just, I'm happy because it, it, they are both good talkers. Yep. So you can have Bray Wyatt come in, be very succinct, very yep. like Oh, he, he can, cerebral. He, he can be like very cerebral and weird or whatever, and then, and then Luke Harper can stare wide-eyed at the camera and say how he's going to fucking kill people on a hill. Like that's that's okay. Cool. Hey, uh-huh. Yeah. I love it. Good. Because I'm getting tired of a five minute long promo by Bray it's just, Wyatt. It's, just talking, talking, it's talk. too long and when he can be succinct and when he can use Harper to accelerate a point and not have to go on and on, I think it helps both guys. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. So we'll see where it moves forward from here, but uh, we find out pretty quickly on Monday night. Yep. Uh, Naomi, Tamina, and Sasha backstage promos, and then we go quickly into Sasha versus Charlotte versus Brie. Uh, why is Sasha coming out to Naomi's music? Why is Charlotte coming out to Paige's music? Why is Brie coming out at all? Uh, Nikki is supposed to be in this match, and then she goes out and makes Brie go in. Uh, Brie gets dumped, so now let's go. Yep. She gets tossed to the outside, so now let's have a match. Which is pretty much 
how this match goes. Uh, yeah, it, it was like, hey, let's uh, let's pretense this match. I have nothing. Brie in the Divas division, I, I she, her and Nikki have come a long way. Yeah. That being said, they, they are light years behind uh, Becky and Sasha and Charlotte, and that. Yeah. I don't want to sound like your typical internet fan going like these other women are so much better, but I, but I mean they come work on. they work well together. They're more fun to watch. I. Yeah. If you have a choice between Charlotte versus Sasha or Charlotte versus Brie, what are you going to pick? I mean, it's always Sasha versus Charlotte. Exactly. Exactly. And, that, every and time. that's and that's every just time. and that's just how I feel about this. I feel like you're trying to start a women's revolution in in the divas division and all this stuff, and you have like this young blood coming in and mm-hmm. like really beating up like the girls who have been there a, a while, but. In order to do that, they have to wrestle these matches with the girls that have been there a while. And the girls that have been there a while aren't wrestlers. They're not. They're not. And and and, and, and they can't put on the quality mm-hmm. of match to make you believe that this is something new and different. Mm-hmm. Now, I personally think that Nikki is a lot more on the path of believable wrestler i i, I agree with you and, and there, there's a reason that she's held the title and she's the one who's gonna break aj lee's record for for longest divas title reign yeah because that is gonna happen yeah, that, there's no way that doesn't happen uh because it just takes two more months yeah and, and and they don't want aj lee to have a record in wwe yeah they don't want cm punk to have a record in wwe but they're not gonna put the title on somebody for 435 days Jesus. Yeah, so I don't know. That that's I can't believe they let him have it for that long. It was it, half of his run wasn't in the main event too. If you go back and watch that CM Punk run, it's so fucking crazy. He he's not even in the main event for half of it, and it's mind blowing. He wasn't. No. See, I just started watching. No, because it, the it's end it, when nope, he was it's, in the main it's event. It's always like John Cena versus somebody, and you're like, who gives a Come yep, on. exactly. So he and never so, main evented at WrestleMania, did he? No, never, never ever. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame him for leaving. He will one day. Oh yeah, I feel uh, the when I see him get on Twitter and like just start knocking people, like you know, quote tweeting them and like bad mouthing them and then blocking them and everything. I go, uh, I really understand the way you think because I do the same shit. Yeah, like because I'll go through like long spans where I where I don't do anything like that, and then it'll be a Saturday morning. I'll have coffee and I'll go, fuck you, and then it's just that. You get you get an urge and you get and you mm-hmm. run with it and I feel he'll definitely be back. He'll be back. That's it. Uh, Brie gets something to the outside. There's rope hung knees by Sasha to both Brie and Charlotte, which looked great. Yep. Uh, Sasha gets her offense in. There's a head scissors where she lands on her feet and pulls the hair. I like that. Yep. Um, Charlotte does her rally neck breakers and everything. I thought looked good. Uh, when Brie starts getting offense, there's a guy in like the third row that has a a drowsy sign did you see that no i didn't you know the pokemon drowsy yeah he has a picture of drowsy and he starts waving it around and it's the only time i saw it all night <laughs> i thought it was really funny uh, she hits a double bulldog there's a uh backslide that gets stopped into a straight jacket neck breaker and then uh sasha snatches edges she's just snatching them mm-hmm. she snatches edges so hard that they're getting attached to her own edges it's fucking crazy it's edges on edges it's you would think that they would try to be weaved in a little bit more. Yeah. But I guess they're probably, I mean, they probably don't weave them in. It's probably just like. They're, they're clipping. Yeah. Extensions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But hey, it's, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Bree spills hard off the apron. Uh, Sasha dives on the Divas and the Charlotte flies too. I thought that looked really good. Yeah. Uh, Bree almost took a really bad bump there. Yeah. Uh, bank statement. Bree breaks it up. Uh, tosses Sasha out. Charlotte hits a power bomb. Then the figure eight on Bree. You know what they call the figure eight? Yeah. Why? What? as good as her daddy. What? I'm sorry, I couldn't... I don't think episode 69, episode 420 could hear you, Ryan. One more time. Twice as good as her daddy's. Twice as good as your daddy's. Daddy's home. Hate it. Owens versus John Cena. Uh, King is sad because John Cena is very nice. <laughs> Jerry the King Lawler is exceptionally bad. No, here's the thing. I said it no, and Brian... Then Brian corrected me and he's like... He, he's not... This is what you tell me every time. He's always this bad. We just don't have to deal with him. Exactly. Because he's on SmackDown. I just think everybody's really mean to John Cena, and he's a nice guy. Shut, Shut up. up. <laughs> Stop. A piece of shit. Owens gets all of his offense in. There's a slingshot face buster by Cena. There's a leg drop. And JBL... JBL says, How many times do you see people kick out of that? 
One. Literally 100% of the time. I've never seen that move get a pinfall. Have you? Ever. Hey, Ever. Hey, email us. Gohomeshow at mega64.com. Tweet at us at gohomeshow. Let Please, us know. Let us know. If it's, if it's ever gotten a pinfall, let us know. Please. Because I've never, ever, ever seen it get a pinfall. Ever. Uh, Swanton to the knees. Has Kevin Owens ever hit that move? Mm. Owens does a five-knuckle shuffle sequence, the whole thing. And then Cena does the electric chair drop into the STF. The crowd. Finally chance. Let's go Cena. Fight Owens fight. It was awesome. The crowd was so good for this match. I mean, they they were good God the whole damn. night. Thank you, St. Louis. Your fucking Scotch Tape Center or whatever the fuck. Thank you so much. Uh, springboard Stunner gets caught into a German suplex, hits a cannonball. Uh, Owens screams at Michael Cole. I like that a lot. Yeah. Cole's like, you should, hey, kid, pay attention to the match. Good one, Michael. Nice. John, Cena hits, John Cena hits a Yoshi Tonic. I, Michael Cole says, this is the innovative offense you can see from John Cena. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> well, he's adding new stuff. So, he's just innovating left and right. Yeah. Uh, Cena's dive gets caught into a powerbomb. There's an AA uh, and a kickout. Top rope fisherman's buster. Owens hits an AA. Then there's an STF, uh, but Cena gets to the ropes. I like that a lot. I mm-hmm. like that spot a lot. Uh, suplex. Uh, neck breaker to knee where he does the fisherman's buster and he turns it around. Owens turns it around into like the Jeez. knee to the back of the head. Adam Cole uses that move a lot too. And if you guys aren't familiar, Adam so Cole, big. baby, you should go watch Adam Cole. Please do. He's Seriously. great. Uh, super AA kick out. What the fuck? Nobody, I don't think anybody has ever kicked out of the super AA, uh-uh. which leaves me conflicted in this match and we'll get to it shortly. Yes. Uh, these moves mean nothing anymore. Mm-hmm. No moves mean anything. Everything is hell. Nothing matters. Do yep. whatever you want yep. all the time. Shoot each other with a gun. Fuck it. Yep. Because the match is just going to end when they decide. STF, Owens taps out. Brian? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I, I'm probably part of the majority here. Uh-huh. Uh, why, why have this match? Why not have Owens win the title after dropping the title for the NXT title? Why have him tap out? I, I, I'm i okay with a lot of what happens. When I see stuff like this, when I watch pay-per-views, when things happen, it's I, I try not to get too caught up in it. It's like, you know what, they have a plan. Maybe they don't, but you, you try to stay positive. Tapping out is reserved, especially in, in with... with uh, Specifically WWE. Yeah, and, and with the higher card superstars. Tapping out is reserved to something that Zack Ryder does and and Heath Slater does mm-hmm. and the lower card guys do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that as a guy who's going, oh, well, you shouldn't tap out. Mm-mm. No, no, no. I, wish, I, 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 think, I, wish, I wish people would tap out more. Yep. It's that they have built it so tapping out is so bad. It, it is. It, it hurts a lot because it makes you give up. And people are going, well, why didn't he just pass out? Because that's a that's a face move. The face passes out, and it's like, oh, he tried his hardest. Gosh darn heck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Owens, Owens eating a pinfall here, I would have been like, you know what? He kicked out of fucking everything else. If John Cena would have like hit an AA, picked him up, hit another AA, and then pinned him, it would have been like, oh, okay. hey, hey, I get it. Having Kevin Owens tap out hurts him so much, I don't see how it does any good to anyone. J- hey guys, John Cena won. Okay. The converse of right. this, I want to give the other side, is that Kevin Owens looks very good because he kicked out of everything, even even a super AA. Right. Wow. Nobody's ever done that before. Nobody. That's fucking incredible. But the thing we're talking about now... <laughs> And, and I'm, I'm trying to think, like, Jim Ross talking about the, the last time Kevin Owens lost and everything. Right. We're not talking about, because we would have talked about how John Cena lost twice, not how Kevin Cena, not, not, not how Kevin Owens won. We're not talking about how Kevin Owens kicked out of a super AA. We're talking about how he tapped out. Yeah. And, and that's, I feel like that is fundamentally detrimental to that character. Why give him such a super push? That, that's and, it. And then, and then have it come around. Now, 
again, uh-huh. it's not that he tapped out in the grand scheme of wrestling, mm-hmm. because I think what you're saying and, and, and the big point here to, to really look at yep. is that John Cena couldn't get a pinfall uh-huh. on Kevin Owens. Yep. And in anywhere else, in Lucha Underground, mm-hmm. having Kevin Owens tap out wouldn't have looked bad. Yep. In WWE, where a tap out is really like you have a you tapped out chant and yep. like all that kind of stuff, yep. it never makes that person look good. No, it, it doesn't. I don't unless they're trying to change the skate like the scape of it, which they I know they aren't because who's their submission specialist as as a as a male competitor? Mm-hmm. What 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 was the point of this? Yeah, how I, did how did this add or take away from that, from somebody's that, character? That's all it comes down to for for me, and I don't want to be another fucking podcast that just goes how could they but at the same time it's like i don't i don't see the benefit of it especially the next night on raw when you know you don't see more of it i don't know well i guess we'll have to wait and see because maybe SummerSlam holds better things yeah. for a guy that we really enjoy but um, i really it, hope so. but but it doesn't feel like it does Miz promo big show interrupts and then punches him in the face mm-hmm. rollins versus lesnar lesnar's hot out the gate uh, rollins tries to say vertical he does not work as he gets suplexed 13 times yeah uh, he tries to grab the title and leave. Lesnar jumps the barricade, grabs him, throws him back over the barricade and into the ring. Oh my god. Sign guy, WWE sign guy is there and just cannot believe what the fuck just happened next to him. Go back and watch that and watch the guy in the red backwards hat go, what the fuck? What, what the fuck? Imagine a 300 pound, like, real life Incredible Hulk yep. jump over a three and a half foot tall barricade. It looks so good. Yep. Uh, fuck yep. it's terrifying German suplex Rollins lands on his feet hits a super kick attacks the hamstring of Lesnar super kick city super kick super kick super kick pedigree but he gets blocked into the F5 but he gets out Lesnar uh, Lesnar goes to the outside but uh, Rollins hits two topes just diving mm-hmm. just fucking diving just on going him for and it. then uh, Lesnar goes inside hits a belly to belly then hits the F5 gong it's the Undertaker the Undertaker comes out and starts kicking people in the dick the fuck man goes for the choke slam it's blocked f5 blocked dick kick choke slam ugliest tombstone i've ever seen followed by the ugliest tombstone i've ever seen dad just beat the shit out of the incredible hulk uh and that's it undertaker has never looked and 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 i said this to eric and yes he's never been more old than <laughs> brian brian just kept going undertaker has never looked older Right, because he's literally never been older than yeah, this. Yeah, but we just saw this guy three months ago, mm-hmm. and he didn't look this old, this fat, or this weird. Yep. It, 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 he really did look... He looked old and weak it, on on the pay-per-view, and then Raw happened. Before we watched Raw, Brian kept going, I don't care about Lesnar and Undertaker. I don't care. I don't care. And I just said, I think Raw is where they're going to sell us. And he said, I don't care. I don't want to... I don't give a shit. Hey, Brian, how you feeling about it? I'll, I'll be the first to admit I was wrong. There you go. So, Undertaker comes out. He grumbles into a microphone and says, rest in peace. Grrrr. Reaper. <laughs> uh, Triple H and Stephanie are backstage and they say, wow, what an incredible main event that just landed in our laps. Yep. This is going to be bigger than the first time they fought each other. One, no, it's not. Two, if this didn't fall in your laps, what the fuck was your main event for SummerSlam that's in four goddamn weeks? Are you fucking serious with this writing? Wow, how lucky are we that we didn't have to do our jobs? Hot dog! Are you goddamn serious? Three, why is fucking Triple H trying to outgrumble The Undertaker? I don't understand any of this. It was so fucking goofy. How is the World Heavyweight Championship not the main event? Your know. second biggest show of the year. Because you have to have a part-time wrestler fight a part-time wrestler. Charlotte versus Brie. Uh, everyone is here. Uh, Team uh, Beautiful and Delicious is on commentary. (laughs) Uh, Charlotte comes out to her music in Minitron. That's nice. Yeah. Charlotte does a kip up and then um, she dives onto nothing. Ouch. Uh, Charlotte hits a rally, her neck breakers and all that stuff. Uh, I thought that looked good. Uh, Nikki gets kicked off the apron. There's an ugly looking spear and a figure eight. Brian, why do they call it figure eight? Fuck off. Brian, why do they call it figure eight? want to play this game. Brian, why they call it figure eight? Uh, twice as good as her daddy. Hey! Twice as good as her daddies. That's great. Then we go to a Triple H phone promo where it's just Triple H walking. I... Okay. I hate phone okay, 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 okay. It's supposed to be Triple H is on the phone, then Miz interrupts, and then he's like, oh, you're in a match with Big Show. Okay. If we're looking at it and glancing at it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. 
I had to watch Triple H pretend to be on the phone and give so much exposition in a way that no person talks to another person. I can't imagine ever watching that and going, dude, good job. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Ever. That was awful. And then Miz gets called Obi-Wan Kenobi and gets put in a match. Primetime players versus Los Matadores. The Matadores are fun, and they are very underrated. They are. Hot tag to Titus O'Neil. He hits a pounce, and there's an apron backdrop by uh, Darren Young. The New Day comes out and interrupts. Uh, the Matadores hit the backstabber on Titus O'Neil, and they get a win. Yep. What? I, I'm really digging this uh, tag division right now. There's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of different teams, and yep. anybody could be up for grabs at any moment. Miz versus Big Show. Second row elbow drop. Show cuts a Shoma, and then he kicks the Miz. And he says, I'm going to feed Ryback more. Okay. All right. Neat. Tight. There's an all superstars meeting that is pre-taped as fuck. It it looked digital. <laughs> hey guys, if the Undertaker and Brock Lesnar are here, they're gonna fight, and don't let them fight. Okay. It's two right. thirty in the afternoon, so I guess we'll do whatever you say. Uh, Paul Heyman comes out and cuts a promo. Uh, uh, he's talking. It's a close up on his face, and I just go, "Hey, do you think the Undertaker interrupts literally right now?" Gong. The Undertaker interrupts. Yep. So he comes out, and he's going to beat up Fat Paul head. Heyman. And then Lesnar shows and just fly, flies to the ring. Yeah. I you, you hear his music, and by the time the second guitar, like, strum is hit, yep. he's already in the <laughs> ring. He's just flying. Security and all of the wrestlers come down to break it up. They fight all over the place. They fight backstage. Brock Lesnar runs out of his way to flip tables over. Fucking and, so cool, though. And, and then they put his hands in some zip ties, and he keeps going, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. I liked it. Oh, it was great. That, Chip, this was one of the most like excited I've been for a segment in a long time. It was a lot of fun. I had a very, very good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Triple H and Stephanie are backstage, and Rollins comes out and interrupts, and he goes, hey, I'm going to cut a promo later. Okay. Uh, Wyatt and Harper promo. Harper has a fucking sick vest. Yeah, Anyone but you, and it's a dartboard and all this stuff, and it's exactly what we were saying just a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. Harper gives Wyatt a reason to have his promo shorter. Wyatt gives Harper a reason to be more important. It's very symbiotic, and, and it's a very good pairing right now. I'm, right I'm now. excited for what they're going to do. Harper versus Reigns, and this is what I was telling Brian. He's like, where do we go from this feud? Harper feuds with Reigns. Ambrose feuds with Wyatt. Oh, okay, yeah, we'll see. Ambrose comes out immediately and backs up Reigns. I fucking knew it. I mean, what else do you have Immediately. for him? Immediately. What else do you have for him? Uh, Reigns hits a 10 punch at the corner. Okay. <laughs> Neat. I don't know. This match is really slow. Uh, there's a blocked boot and a Samoan drop. Reigns pops Wyatt, and then uh, there's a double drive-by on Wyatt and Harper. Then Wyatt interrupts. Everybody gets into it. Ambrose and Wyatt attack, uh, like, fight each other. Harper and Reigns fight each other. Uh, Harper... Harper holds a crossface on Reigns. And then uh, Wyatt's, like, talking shit and, like, attacking him, and then Ambrose makes the save, and the bad guys leave, and the good guys stand tall. Good? There we go. Next, Seth Rollins cuts a promo that doesn't mean anything. It really, like, what a pointless 15-minute promo. Yeah. For your champion. This whole segment was weird because it just felt very cheapening. It did. Uh, Lenny Garcia announces him as the champ. John Cena comes down and interrupts. Rabble, rabble, I don't give a fuck. Rollins leaves. Like, this felt goofy. It felt, like, super shitty, and, like, it was... Ah, oh, fuck, we're about, like, ten minutes over. What are we gonna do? We'll have the guy talk to the guy. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, let's bury the main title Just... with your low lower card title. John Cena comes out, and he goes, You're a joke. And that's his promo for, for everyone. Yeah. You're a joke. That doesn't help anyone. Uh-uh. You're a joke. Okay, so if John Cena wins, he beat a joke, but if John Cena loses, he lost to a joke. How nobody stops this is beyond me, but whatever. Especially because there are times like two months ago or a month ago when they had the uh, Cena-Owens match and John Cena came out and put Owens over the moon. Yep, exactly. Like, do more of that shit. Paige and Becky against Sasha and Naomi. Brian. Yes. We have two Divas matches tonight. Two of them. They both mean something. They do. And they're both good. Yeah. This is a revolution. I'm excited. Uh, there's a fallaway slam, and in case you aren't aware, this is Paige's house. Oh, good. Anyway. No, but I don't think anybody told you. Okay. There are Let's Go Becky chants. There are. I loved it. I was uh, so happy. I, the one that I was scared the most for was Becky Lynch, because of the three divas that got brought up, she is the one who is, like, the the least 
over just because she has had the like the, the least, least amount time. of time mm-hmm. to be over. Mm-hmm. Let's go Becky Chance. Yep. Awesome. Hot tag to Paige. Locks in the PTO to Naomi. Sasha breaks it up. Tamina gets knocked down. Uh, there's a tag to Sasha, and she hits the bank statement on um, on Paige. Mm-hmm. Who taps out. Damn. Divas Revolution. I'm, I'm digging this. I think that if, if nothing else, at the moment... NXT has fulfilled its position yep. because it has made people know who these people are, whether yep. it's Kevin Owens or the Divas or Sami Zayn mm-hmm. or Adrian Neville. Yep. We know who they are and we're excited to see them. The, ma- the match ends and then Total Divas. Yep. <laughs> like they play like the Total Divas shit. I, it was like, all right, let's take it all away. All right. Uh, Lana backstage promo. Summer interrupts. It looks exactly like Lana. Called I, it. I, I called it. Fucking told you weeks ago yeah i fucking told you this was gonna happen awesome it was so easy it was like the stooges hey and the j and j wasn't even the best part of this backstage promo Uh -uh. rusev comes out and he goes summer you look so good lana you look tired and he makes out with summer with his eyes open, staring at Lana. It is the most uncomfortable oh shit. I loved so it. Gross. Every second of it, I loved it. So gross. Beautiful. I loved it. More of it. Yep. Cena, Cesaro, and Orton against Sheamus, Owens, and Rusev. Uh, pop-up powerbomb gets stopped into an STF. Good heel tags and uh, and like stops for like the hot tag bite. Cesaro's getting beat up and beat up and beat up, and they're like, oh, let's tag him, let's tag him. And he can't get like these tags because the heels are just going for it. He hits the uh, Alpamer water slide. I'm cool because I know that name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Owens hits a code breaker. Then Owens and Sheamus kind of get into it. Yeah. Bang! They slap each other. Sheamus walks out. What the fuck? Owens goes to tag Rusev. Rusev isn't there. Then he comes out to the ring and then... Or comes up to the ring. Then uh, Owens tags Rusev in. They get into it. Mm-hmm. Super kick to Rusev. Then Owens walks out. Hot tag to Orton. Orton hits the exploder. There's a DDT. RKO gets blocked. Lana comes out and attacks Summer. Pulls her fucking bun out, and now she just has a long ponytail thing. Then there's an AA, a giant swing, and a slingshot into an RKO. Bingo, bango. We donezo. We donezo. Brian. We did it. What did you think of Raw? Was it just just like a thorn in your eye? It was less of a thorn in my eye. Oh, wow. But it was still kind of a thorn in my eye. Mm, Understandable. Because uh, watching um, Angry Dad and uh, Fat Dad get into a little altercation. Some mad dads, man. It's like weird. Yeah, right. They're both your dad's age. Yep. So that's that's weird. Yep. But you know, uh, for something that I did not care about going into Raw, uh, to be that excited for is good. That's yep. good writing. I agree. But Brian, yes. we have a few minutes left. This is why we had to motor through everything because we have so many emails. Yeah. A lot of good ones. First one's from Grant J. Hey, Go Home Show. Since the debuts of Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and Sasha Banks, you, me, and many others have been worried about the NXT's future. After thinking about this for a while, I have reason to believe NXT should be just fine. Hmm. The reason Lynch, Charlotte, and Banks are big deals are because NXT is a legitimately good program run by people who understand how to build talent. These wrestlers are very talented, but surely, if they had just debuted on the main brand without any NXT, they'd just be uninter- as in- as uninteresting uh, before long as the other wrestlers uh, that are already on Raw. Aside from being good at talent building, there is already a good talent in NXT that I still want to see. Bailey and Emma have very strong talents, and Dana Brooke is improving from what I've seen. Samoa Joe is still in NXT, though probably not for long, as are Ty Dillinger, Tyler Breeze, and my new favorite wrestler, Chad Gable. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell, even Baron Corbin is getting more interesting every week for me. They could drop the ball, but I'm still excited to see NXT's future. What do you think? Do you think there's enough talent to build in NXT to keep it interesting, or is NXT going to decline following the upcoming call-ups? From Grant J. What do you think? I think that they have the they have a very interesting uh, path in front of them. Mm-hmm. It is continue to support the people that you've been supporting and now uh, transition to some of the newer people who mm-hmm. are there, mm-hmm. or I can see them very much trying to get more people up to a place that they're not ready to be at yet. Uh, the thing that bothers me is that I, you still have, and I think this is the way that I look at it. I don't know. What, what do I know? Uh, the way that I look at it is like, why have you called these people up to Raw? Mm-hmm. Neat. I love seeing them on Raw. I still have to watch NXT. And I still want to watch NXT. Yeah. 
your Divas division in NXT right now is thinner than it's ever been. Right. Especially... Yeah, Bliss, Carmella, Injured Bailey. Uh-huh. I, I'm just saying that... That's it. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's... Blue pants. Yeah, you, you don't have what you think you have because what you had got called up. It's what I was talking about a few months ago. NXT... NXT is, is this weird spot between it's the place to be and it's developmental. Mm-hmm. Which is it? Because right now, it's the place to be, but all the people who made it the place to be got called up. They're gone. They're gone. Which is good for them. I agree. Very, very impressive and really admirable, and I'm really happy for every single one of them. But if I have to watch Carmella versus Dana Brooke... That doesn't sound fun to me. That's all I'm saying. And and the other thing, the one, the one thing, like, you know that keeps coming back to me is you know if you're gonna leave what foundation did you leave i agree you know uh owens or steen leaves pwg uh-huh and he puts over roderick strong as a shitty little champ yep you know uh like what or or he put over um trevor lee didn't he yeah so y- you have this guy who's now uh tag team champ isn't he yep like going out and well, doing he, more he, he was the young bucks just took it oh there you, ooh, mystery vortex three Terry. Uh, but hey, that's what I'm saying. Yep. There's always you take one out, but there's five to come. Yeah, it, come it, back and exactly. Take. And I feel like NXT isn't isn't deep enough. It when you keep telling me it's developmental, but also it's the place to be. It, it has to be one or the other because it it can't be both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got Samoa Joe. Okay, you got Baron Corbin. You got Sami Zayn coming back, and you have Tyler Breeze, and you have Ty Dillinger, who's going to be debuting some stuff, and you got you have a lot going on. None of that is divas. None of that is women's wrestling, and the women's wrestling has been what made for, NXT it, for, us. for 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 us. It's been yeah. what I've what what we've really looked forward to. Yeah. So I guess we'll wait and see. Again, we don't want to be too negative because hell, the, these people could develop and be fucking they could. awesome. Yeah. I would love to see that. I would love nothing more than to see awesome wrestling for an hour every week. Absolutely. Uh, so, I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see. Uh, here's a, an email from our friend Perrin M. Uh, title, Curb Stomp. Fuck the Curb Stomp. Talk about how Brock Lesnar was out of the ring and hurtling the barricade in 0.2 seconds and how he will be out of the ring and hurtling into my nightmares tonight. Perrin, you're absolutely right. 100% correct. A scary motherfucker coming to tear up motherfuckers. Um, here's another email from Zach T. No subject. Ooh. Zach. What up? Whoa, you're dark, dude. Damn. I think I'm done watching WWE programming NXT aside, leading up to pay-per-views. Hmm. Old. Why? I just don't see the point in sitting through three hours of shitty commentary, rushed booking, and storylines that don't culminate to anything in an actual pay-per-view. If there's a title match, I know the title won't be changing hands prior to the event, so I fail to see any reason to tune in uh, to watch two people call each other names until they're allowed to hit one another. Not to mention, the video package summarizing each feud are put together so well that anyone can tune in and immediately be caught up in why Wrestler A doesn't like Wrestler B. If there's a cool spot or a segment on Raw, it's almost always posted on Reddit or YouTube, which is much more convenient. If that makes me less of a fan, then so be it. If you guys didn't have a podcast, would you still force yourselves to sit through three hours of Raw each week, or would you be doing what I'm doing and just tune into the pay-per-view? Thanks, and take care, Hoots. What What do you think? If we didn't have this podcast, and we just talked about this, what if we, before the show started, we talked about the future of this podcast, and if we will continue to do it after who knows how many. If we didn't have this, would you still be watching Raw? I, I don't think so. I would, but without... I wouldn't watch it as closely. Oh, it no. would oh, it would be very much in passing on my phone. Mm-hmm. Would I watch the pay per views? Yes. I would. I would watch the pay per views. I wouldn't watch Raw. Hmm. I'd watch. I would watch NXT. I'd watch Lucha Underground for sure. Mm-hmm. I'd keep up with PWG, and that's about it. Yeah. I wouldn't watch. And and honestly, I read that email and I thought to myself, that would be an interesting experiment to do. Mm-hmm. To 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 not talk about raw on a weekly basis but maybe talk about others other shows and then talk about wwe when they have their pay-per-views i guess it's just that raw is the be-all end-all it it should be 
But now you have a show that doesn't matter because everything is going to be a build up. To... I think I think that's so easy. I think that's so easy to say. Why watch Lost other than its season finales? Why watch Why watch a TV show other than its mid season breaks and its season finales? I, you're You're getting the payoff without any of the build or that or that emotional hook Mm -hmm. i get that raw week to week might Mm -hmm. not be the best program in the world Mm -hmm. wrestling shouldn't be on as much as it is there is too much i agree there is way too much and what it needs is a break in between things so that way you can forget and remember and forget and remember and come back and have an attachment that's stronger than what it is when you have to see the same feuds over and over and over and over again it gets tired Mm -hmm. and i don't blame the you know i blame the writers a little bit obviously but at the frequency of which the show is aired is a big problem with mm-hmm. it lost is 24 episodes so why are you watching all 24 because the difference is in that mm-hmm. is that you aren't having a total recap for all of the characters right before their segment is going to happen i think that's bullshit because i think there are, i think that there are matches where there are callbacks to other spots that have happened week to week mm. where other minor details have occurred that that feed into the storytelling of pay-per-view matches it, and so i think that saying like oh yeah i get everything that i need just in like this little recap video yeah you get the main overview and you get the digestible version of it yeah but are you getting the full synopsis are you getting everything that you need i, I get i understand what you guys are saying mm-hmm. but i think that there's still value in watching week to week and still keeping up with the with the like overarching program see i i agree with you mm-hmm but what what makes me argue against it is that the reason why I feel how I'm feeling is because I don't think any of the in between mm-hmm. has any weight. I don't feel like we were talking about when when Ambrose got thrust into that triple threat match. Yep. There was a there was a must watch feel mm-hmm. around Raw mm-hmm. the next week. I'm like now I feel like I need to watch Raw more. I don't. I don't feel like I need to watch Raw mm-hmm. to get the same payoff. Okay. Whereas, you know, like, it's what you're saying. There's too much wrestling, and that's the issue. Yeah. There's too much going, there's too much, and they're trying to all fit it in, and and I just, I think what what ends up happening is it gets watered down, it, it and it gets to a point where you just either get to it or don't get to it. Yeah. But make it mean something. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, and that's why I don't feel like I should watch Raw because I don't feel like Raw would mean something. Yeah, you, you lose a lot of the meaning in that, and and I, and I can see and, that. And that's and that's my argument. Mm-hmm. I want to watch Raw. Mm-hmm. I want to watch SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I want to be invested in all of these matches. It's just like I also value my time. Mm-hmm. So no, I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna want to watch Big Show versus Roman Reigns again. Yeah, you know I don't want to watch Sheamus versus Orton again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many times do I need to watch these matches? Yeah, no, I, and, and, and and I can understand that. So that 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 really is, I think, what it boils down to. I hated Michelle Rodriguez and Lost, and I wish I could have skipped all of her parts. I wish I could skip Big Show versus Miz. Here we are. Last email, Dan P. Hey, I really like Michael Cole now. I'm watching the Divas match again, and he called Sasha Banks Sasha Gray. Guys, we did it! Episode 69, episode 420 of the Go Home Show is in the books. We did it! Hey! <laughs> Brian! Yeah? Everyone get a hold of us on... Yeah, Tina uh, Snooker. Uh, <laughs> Guys, if you want to get a hold of us just like you can every week, email us at uh, gohomeshow at mega64.com on Twitter at gohomeshow, facebook.com slash thegohomeshow, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com, twitch.tv slash ericbedore, youtube.com slash ericbedore, where you can watch the uh, little video version of this here. Hopefully this works. And uh, you guys can always listen to us, subscribe on iTunes, which helps some kind of a logarithm where we're not making any money anyway. So uh, if you want to sponsor our podcast, uh, Coors. Coors, what's up? I got this hat. So let's do this fucking shit. Brian! Yeah. Episode 69, episode 420. It's in the books. Do you have any parting words to uh, give to these fans and our friends at home? I want to give a shout out, uh, Coors. Uh, thank you for giving me a 24 case of Coors to go home to. <laughs>